0: Marcy, on three, Mm -hmm. name your least favorite Thanksgiving food. One, two, three,
1: mincemeat pies. Is it 1890? Who makes mincemeat pies? We would always get one when I was a kid and I hated them. I don't even know what they are. Everybody hates this, but it's not me. It's like, no, it's fruit. like fruit. Oh
0: my God. Marcy's out down on the range.
1: <laughs> I mean, She's,
0: you're an actual pilgrim. They yeah. had that at the actual Thanksgiving. first Thanksgiving. Oh my God. Mince meat pies. Oh shit. Well, we have a great episode queued up for y'all. Oh my gosh. I used a word with a Q.
1: Mm, you'll see why that's a big problem. I'm fired. <laughs> Mercy on
0: for more of our bullshit.
1: Yeah. Marcy's and... looking for a new podcast partner.
0: <laughs> okay. Just kidding. That was, that <laughs> cut me deep. Cut me real- <laughs> it's way high. You went too far. <laughs> that was way that. harsh, Ty. Yeah. All right. All right. Here we go join motherhood wellness expert, Allison from The Honest Peach and pelvic floor and women's health expert, Dr. Marcy at the Down There Dock, as they do a deep dive into all things hashtag mom. They add professional expertise, humor, truth, their own experiences, and host expert guests to discuss what the hell is happening during motherhood and how to prioritize your health
1: as a mama. You'll find zero tips on potty training, but we'll learn all the tips on putting yourself and your health and well being first among pee field sheets and rage cleaning. It's all about motherhood, vaginas, and everything in between. Hashtag no no ma ma love.
0: Love behind.
1: What's up, moms? Have I got a Black Friday sale for you? we are offering 50% off our push prep and postpartum pelvic floor recovery program down there, done right. We only do the sale one time a year. And if you have been on the fence about needing the program, now is the time, especially if you're pregnant. And even if you're done having babies, this deal is still for you. It works out to be cheaper than the single postpartum pelvic floor course. This sale is so awesome, you guys. It comes with great extras and e-gift cards to two of my favorite brands, plus lifetime access to the program. Down There Done Right is expert curated and proven to work pelvic floor programs for all moms at all stages of motherhood. Designed by moms who also happen to be pelvic floor pros for moms, we take the guesswork and confusion out of pelvic floor strengthening so you can leave fear at the doorstep when having a baby, bounce forward, not backwards after, and live the life you want without wet undies and a boring sex life. We've got your mama. Purchase the bundle now at www.thedowntheredoc.com. Save fifty percent. Sale ends Monday, and get back to being the mom you want to be.
0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, what's up, hey. moms? What's up? What's, up? what's up? Airplane overhead? No,
1: no. Yeah, but there's one at my house. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, I- I live on an
0: Air Force base, so it's very common, but it's very annoying. Also, mm. let's
1: just get right into it. <laughs>
0: yeah. I damn saw... it. Hold on. I... What?
1: Let me turn off my fucking notifications. All right. I'm go.
0: sure that our listeners love to hear you say that literally every single episode.
1: No, it's just part of our thing. From Hi, me, Marcy.
0: Mom. Turn off your notifications.
1: Yeah. Stop pinging.
0: Okay. Um, we just watched Top Gun Maverick mm. one.
1: I haven't seen it yet,
0: really? Mm-mm. I mean, it's good, but like they are both just so cheese ball, oh yeah, it's I of it's, course uh, like it just makes me cringe. <laughs> it's so bad, but like I try <laughs> to understand because like it's it's like me and Harry Potter, you know, like I geek out on Harry Potter movies. Do but you I'm love sure the Harry
1: it, Potter? I that's surprising to me. I'm obsessed.
0: Really? When it came when the books were coming out in like middle school and high school, it was always when over it was summer. In college, just it's fine. Yeah, just saying it. Um, it was always over summer, and I would legit lock myself in my room for four days
1: and just read cover yes. to cover. They were good. So books. anyway,
0: I try to like, <laughs> like equivocate it, equiv-
1: compare sure Equival- uh why
0: make it a bigger word than it needs <laughs> yeah. to be
1: when why I do we to need c- to add in q's and <laughs> E's and all that's really just if not- you say
0: a word that has a q in it go fuck yourself
1: <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that here <laughs> if you've you say a word with a Q in it. <laughs> so fuck yourself right out of here.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, how are you?
1: That is hysterical. I'm okay. I'm hanging in. I um, Thanksgiving is this week. So, yes. you know, gobble, gobble.
0: Yes. Are you a big Thanksgiving? Girl? A
1: huge. Fucking love it. Yeah. I think I'm the only person on the planet that doesn't, has not decorated for Christmas yet. I haven't. Oh, great. So two people on the planet.
0: <laughs> oh, but I decorate Every, for Thanksgiving.
1: I do too. I do too. I feel strongly that we should not <laughs> put Christmas stuff out yet. It, the, it
0: hasn't happened. I mean, don't the get holiday. me wrong. The day after Thanksgiving. Oh,
1: me too. It's too. happening. Yeah. yeah. But I yeah. mean, it's like I went to Michael's yesterday to try to find some Thanksgiving, you know, whatever. Oh, and- it's gone. Valentine's Day is burned. (laughs) They were burning it in a garbage can outside. They're like, "Fuck this! Fuck this holiday! We are ready for Santa and all the things." So there's
0: like one dilapidated shelf. Oh my god, it It was like
1: a bargain bin in the middle of the store, and it was like felt turkeys. I was like, "Yeah, I can't even like get some placemats." But um, yeah, no. So I yeah, I decorate for Thanksgiving, and then I'll put it all away the day after, and get out the christmas stuff so i've been slowly
0: decorate a lot for holidays
1: Mm, i mean like christmas was the bit was the bigger one like we had a village you know like the lighted village that was always a big deal and she had these like kind of creepy like fabric angels that she would like stick on the windows she's like Um, they're
0: watching you marcy (laughs)
1: jesus (laughs) um and then Yeah, we would, we would decorate. She she would decorate for Christmas and I like decorating for Christmas, but I will tell you like Chris, like 26, I'm like, take this fucking shit down.
0: Really? Yeah. Keep it up till New Year's.
1: I know I used to, but like, I just feel so claustrophobic. (laughs) Like, it's just like, yeah, like all the tinsel. I'm like, it's too much, too much sparkly stuff. Yeah. Go away. Yeah. But I do like every year keep adding and every year I say, I'm not going to, but then I went into Target last week for Lumify and a hairbrush. Lumify. Lumify. <laughs> oh, which by the I way. I should be sponsored by Lumify. I have
0: we literally told dude, everyone I know about Lumify.
1: My eye, my optometrist told me about it, but I do think oh, I'm I like I thought you over... heard about it from me. Yes, I did originally, oh, okay. but when I went about okay. okay. to get my new prescription, he's like, "You're honest Have you heard of Lumify?" I'm like, "Yes." But I think <laughs> that I um I think I'm using it too much because my eyes are red still. So I took a couple days break. And I'm gonna just. How often it. do you use it? In the morning, just just right once morning. morning. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's weird.
1: Oh, so when are they anyway, I, I I don't know. I think okay. We don't want to talk r- about the red eyes. Okay, no, right, we're moving. On. But anyway, so I went to Target for Lumify, Lumify, yeah. and a hairbrush, mm-hmm. and I came out with like seven bags nice. of like glittery reindeer and uh, some throw pillows yep. and. Oh, I love, I love a holiday throw. So. <laughs> I know. Me too. I get
0: off. Oh, on holiday. oh my God. I a love buffalo a buffalo
1: check. Ooh. you know, I like a big um, like blanket. That's like a big crochet. What is it? like a cable knit, but oh, big. Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. mm, and I'm I really like those little gnomes that are like everywhere right now. They're so cute. Oh. I'm into the nose. This is a Santa hat and then just this little nose. Yeah, so, that's cute. Anyway. Yeah.
0: It's so, hard. Yeah. It's hard being in the military <laughs> for many reasons. <laughs> but it's also annoying because, you know, like my mom decorates for fucking January, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick, like Oh,
1: that's every cute.
0: holiday was like a oh, thing. My
1: mom didn't do that. No,
0: And there's places that everything goes right. Every right. year it looks the same. Oh, right. Because right. it's all right. has its place. Yes.
1: yes. So whenever yes. I move
0: to a new place, I'm like, well, I don't have anywhere to put
1: this. this right. Where is this garland going to go? Like, right. Ugh. That's a good point. I know. I know. I know. It's true. Because what fit in your old house doesn't always fit in this house. It never fits. Marcy. I mean, when we lived in our hovel in Los Angeles for $1.2 million dollars, we had like a skinny, I had to get an artificial skinny tree because our <laughs> townhouse is so fucking small. I was like, we can't put a That's real tree in here to do. A skinny tree? Like we have to get a skinny fake tree. Yes. Yeah. Because a real tree wouldn't, there's no place for it. And our yeah. like, you know, whatever. So, so yeah. I put the skinny tree up the first year here in this house, which has like gigantic ceilings. Yeah. And Brent's like, that is ridiculous. And oh, I was like, donate it. No, I'm using it as like a, as like a corner a tree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe I'll put it on my porch. Why not? Put Why it on it it my porch. Put it on my porch.
0: Let me, let me ask you a question. Yeah. What is that? your favorite Thanksgiving food on three? Mm, three,
1: two, one. All of it. Daffing. Oh, you fucking cheater. No, I like it all smushed together in one. I, oh, you're one of those. Do you like cranberry sauce? I have to have (laughs) cranberry sauce. And I want it so tart, it like rips my face off. Like, I don't want sugar. I don't want jelly, cranberry (laughs) can bullshit. I want tart ass cranberries that you just throw some cranberries on. It makes you do that when you eat it with the gravy. Okay. Love it. Hot take. I'm not a fan of turkey. No, turkey. It's terrible it's oh. the worst part of the meal what yeah that's, I'm here for the sides oh okay same I just buy a turkey breast I don't even oh. cook a turkey fuck cooking a turkey you just get lunch meat <laughs> Yeah, like <laughs> Some Oscar, Oscar Mayer Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> turkey roll ups I'm like here you go toothpick and you're fine <laughs> no Sean I is don't.
0: smoking a turkey
1: oh yeah that, those are really delicious. good yeah Brent does that when he's in town and but really I prefer good. ham Love a ham, right? A honey baked love ham. A, I'm. I have. Who doesn't a love a ham? I listen. If you don't love hams, <laughs> go fuck yourself.
0: <laughs> if anyone's listening and has used a word with a Q or doesn't like ham, just turn it off. Yes,
1: just stop. Just You're just not out. our people. <laughs> just get <laughs> out. We ate is Brent going to be home? Um. He will he's leaving tomorrow. He'll be back Wednesday night. They play Wednesday afternoon in South Carolina. And then they have practice Thursday morning. Thursday afternoon, because they play Wednesday night. And then they have the last two games on Friday and Saturday of the regular like, coach. Practice on Thanksgiving. Yeah, they have two more games. And Arkansas, <clears throat> excuse me. I like <laughs> a frog. <laughs> Um, they play Arkansas Friday and Saturday and they're like really good. And, um, oh. this is kind of like, they have to get some wins here to get into the tournament. So, oh God, so he always has games this week. Like we never can go anywhere for Thanksgiving because they always have at yeah. least one game around. Yeah. Thanksgiving. yeah. So is he going to be home for Thanksgiving though? Are you guys going to all? Yes. Okay. He will. Yes. Is we're... he we're doing gonna... the cooking? No. Oh, yeah. Brent,
0: he's going to shine.
1: I know, but he won't be able to do it because I'll practice. So he's not going to be able to tend to the turkey. So I just bought two turkey breasts from honey baked hams and I um, will do with the sides. I'll, yeah. I do all the sides because I'm neurotic about it and I have to have them the way that I like them. Mm. Um, oh, what did you tell me last year that you add something to something? The green bean casserole.
0: What do you add again? Pepper jack cheese.
1: Yes, pepper jack cheese and water
0: chestnuts. Oh. I don't know about water
1: chestnuts, but the pepper jack cheese I could fucks with. I mean, the water chestnut just gives it a little crunch, you know? Just a little. Yeah, but that's what the frizzled onions are for, right? Yeah, but I want more. You want extra crunch. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Well. Love me some fucking Thanksgiving bullshit. (laughs) And I require leftovers for at least a minimum of five days.
0: Okay. That's probably as long as they're good
1: for. So that's good. Well, I eat it three times a day. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Okay. I will eat turkey and stuffing and cranberry and gravy and sweet potatoes and cream and casserole for breakfast. Lunch and dinner. And dinner.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Say it ain't so.
1: It's a true story.
0: Well, moms, for Thanksgiving, I hope that you give a couple less fucks than normal. Honestly. I hope that you do your best and forget the rest. And maybe you don't even do your best, you know? Like maybe something that you usually labor over for hours, you just go to the store and you buy that shit. You Mm -hmm. buy it. Mm -hmm. Or you delegate. Mm. You tell someone else to bring it. You know, also, when I,
1: was y- I used to buy everything in Whole Foods when I was younger. Yeah, dude, ain't no shame in that game. Yeah, for it's probably a thousand dollars now. Well, and there's no Whole Foods here, but you don't have a order. Whole
0: Foods or Trader mm. Joe's. God, you poor thing.
1: I know. No, um.
0: Funny. Yeah, I mean, there's no shame in no, there's no mm-hmm. shame in any of it. Do what you got to do. A happy mm. mom is better than a stressed psychotic mom which a lot of us know from yeah. our childhood and you know what paper plates oh
1: listen paper we can care about the environment
0: plates. every other fucking day and meal it's okay to use paper plates paper plates. and they have
1: compostable plates yeah yeah just don't yeah. get styrofoam but i am 100% getting paper fucking plates i'm not doing absolutely
0: dishes. absolutely Any other hot tips for Thanksgiving? No. Any pelvic floor tips for Thanksgiving? Mm. (laughs) Probably going to be lots of
1: constipation Mm. going around. (laughs) Drink lots of water. (laughs) (laughs) Get your turkey trot walk-in in in the morning, your 5K walk-in, and then do a little lap around the neighborhood. I'm not a
0: turkey trotter. Mm -mm.
1: I don't run. Yeah, that's true. I don't run anymore either.
0: Um, let's see. Pregnancy update for me. 26 weeks. Pretty sure I passed my second glucose test. Have I talked about failing mm-hmm. the first one on this? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I read my own results, but I'm pretty sure I read them correctly. So that's great. Um, that is great. And I can't believe I'm almost in my third trimester.
1: I know it goes by so fast. Two
0: weeks. So I'm looking into getting a doula right now. Mm. We have a great episode on finding a doula, the different kinds, because you can have ones just for delivery, postpartum, et cetera. Um, and yeah, just kind of like, I'm not freaking out about having another baby yet. So great. we'll see if that sticks. Um, it will or it won't. So pragmatic.
1: Today. I, you know, it will
0: <laughs> or not, or not. It is what it is. Okay. It isn't bad or good. It is. <laughs> it is. My little Buddhist philosopher. Well, just, over
1: there. It, let, just I, load it it.
0: <laughs> Okay. Any other life <laughs> updates from you no. before we head into the great resignation?
1: No, but I, I, no.
0: Okay. We're fired up about this, y'all. If you don't know what it is, keep listening. Hey, mamas. Black Friday is here, and that means you get a sale. You get a sale. Every mom gets a sale. I'm discounting my sleep perfectionism workshop and my soul time guide, 50% 50% off from now until Sunday. So head over to the honestpeach.com and enter code Black Friday in all caps to get the deal. That's Black Friday in all caps to get 50% off my sleep perfectionism workshop and my soul time guide. Happy shopping. So let's dive in to the topic of the day. What is it? Which is have you heard of the term, the great resignation?
1: I heard.
0: I heard. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> the great resignation refers to all of the folks that quit, like due to the pandemic. Mm. Um, in like Work. early 2021. Yeah. Not just mm. mothers. Okay. Um, Everyone. Everyone. Okay. So it says here, and we're going to link to all these articles, 4.4 um, 4 million Americans left their jobs in last September alone, mm. which this was wow. written in, or updated in August. So I'm, I think they're talking about September 2021. Um, <clears throat> and women made up mm. for the large majority of that. I saw a stat like 63%. Um, And I think it's important to talk about for a myriad of reasons. Um, One, we're going to talk about like why it had such an effect on moms, Mm -hmm. specifically Mm -hmm. working moms, right? Because we're talking about women that left the workforce, Mm -hmm. Um, which I'm sure you guys can guess some of those reasons. Um, But yeah, let's just have a chat on like You know, I actually became a working mom in the pandemic, which is unique. Um, But we'll talk about like our own experiences and just talk about how this shows that mothers bear the brunt of a lot of things. Yeah. Specifically related to the home, not just childcare, but also like taking care of ill grandparents taking care of the house in general, like those tend to fall back on moms
1: still. Yeah. And from like (laughs) a physical side of things, there are there, you know, as a PT, I look at what type of physical impairments and limitations do women have from pregnancy and birth that contribute to them leaving the workforce, Mm. you know, and um, there is a lot of the societal and cultural contributions to that, you know, like affordable childcare and, you know, the pandemic and all the things, plus all of those other burdens that you just mentioned, taking care of the home and the kids and all the unpaid labor. Right. But there's also, um, there's also like continence and pelvic pain and physical issues that women are dealing with that have been untreated since birth that affect their ability to work. Mm. uh regardless of what their job is whether it's like a physical job or a desk job women are leaving the workforce for that reason also i mean mm-hmm. i think it's kind of like a you know obviously it's a combination of all of that but that's something to think about about too um and why we are trying to provide physical treatment so women so that isn't an issue for women and not contributing to why they're leaving the workforce yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of that too.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. And I mean, <clears throat> I think specifically in the pandemic, you know, we can all guess that childcare was like
1: mm-hmm.
0: one of the biggest factors oh because our kids were home. So, yeah. yeah, you know, I know some moms worked from home while parenting. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because that's when I started my programs and started working with moms. Mm-hmm. And like, it was bad. Yeah. Like parents were not well.
1: No, no, it
0: was not good for like a long time for like a solid year. Yeah. Yeah. It was really hard. And in this survey that motherly did a website, um, 46% of moms who are not working anymore point to childcare issues as a reason why. Mm -hmm. So the issue is the moms haven't gone back. Mm -hmm. Right. So they left
1: Mm -hmm. and now they're still not working. Um, Yeah. I'd love to actually talk to Daphne about this too, because I feel like Daphne, um, our (laughs) resident attorney who just did an amazing episode on the status of repo rights, Mm -hmm. but I'm wondering too, it's, I feel like it could be this cycle, right? The self-perpetuating cycle, because you leave the workforce To because of all these reasons, right? Childcare can't go back, you know, blah blah blah. And then it's like you're out for so many x amount of time. And then when you're ready to go back into the workforce, it's like you've been out too long. Yeah, (laughs) you don't have experience. You haven't been working for you know x amount of years. You you can't. There's candidates that are applying for the same position who haven't had that quote unquote time off, you know, and Mm -hmm. and so it just becomes. It's like you can't. How can you get ahead and how can you progress up if you know you when you have all of these other things that you need to be doing and you're and you're out of work because of the pandemic and childcare and the cost of childcare and haven't been working and so you can't afford for it's just like I know such a mess.
0: Well, and that's what they talk about too is childcare costs Mm -hmm. and you know, there's a quote here, there needs to be better options to support working moms if we want to continue to see them in the workplace. Yeah. And it's absolutely true. Like Mm. the cost of childcare is Mm. absolutely bananas. Yeah. Yeah. It's And I know a lot of moms who are like, well, you know, if you love your job and you don't, it's like an even Stevens, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. like, what you make at your job is, is what pays for childcare and you're like really fulfilled by your job and you're really happy. Great. But there are a lot of moms who are working at a job that like they wouldn't, they're not like obsessed with. Right. It's like, why don't I just stay home <clears throat> with my kid? Yeah. Because everything I'm making is just going to going pay to. someone else to watch them.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. And I
0: know a a friend of mine, she's working from home even right now. You know, it's, we're coming out of the pandemic. So they say, I don't, I don't know. Are we?
1: <laughs> Which <laughs> yeah, pandemic? Yeah, I know. If you have but, little kids at home, you're in another pandemic.
0: Yeah. She has an 18 month old and a six month old and she's working from home. How the fuck is she doing that? I don't know. I mean, I mean her, we, her parents that, like. help a couple days a week, um, yeah. but she can't get into any daycares mm. and like a nanny is. Bonkers.
1: Yeah. Where, so where, all,
0: I wonder, okay. like, it's just interesting because obviously more moms are in the workforce now than ever.
1: Yeah. Are they? And so,
0: yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if it's because of that, mm. that more kids now need care. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, I mean, supply and demand, right? It's like, okay. Right. If there's more people that need care, it's going to drive the prices up. Yeah, and that just goes to show that
1: we live in a society that doesn't support. Right, mothers, mothers or children. Yeah, and I don't know about the town that you guys are in or where most of our you know our listeners are from all over, but my town of Auburn is growing exponentially. <laughs> I mean, it's getting there's a lot of people moving into Auburn and it's growing and there are, you know, apartments going up and townhomes going up and land's getting developed and house, the housing market has gone crazy since we've been here, you know, for two, two and a half years. And it's just like the more kids, like there's just more families and more kids. And I think, you know, it's, it's like, where do we put them all? And and our school district is, dealing with that too it's like like our elementary school is k through second and then they go to another school for third four and five i think and then another school for six and then another school for seven and eight and then another one for yeah it's like really weird because they just have so many kids and not enough space for all of them i guess i'm not really i don't really understand it but I do know, I mean, when we moved here, I mean, we moved in the pandemic, so it was a little bit different, but getting your kids into a daycare or a preschool or a full day program, I mean, it was just as hard as it was in Los Angeles. Yeah. And this is way smaller than Los Angeles, but it's like, it's all relative. You know what I mean? It's like a percentage, like there's only so many spots, right. And so many caregivers per child. So, I mean, you're on a wait list And Let's not even get
0: into how little child care providers are paid. I know. Like, I I remember that because Ellie was still in daycare in the pandemic. And Mm -hmm. I mean, there's high turnover in daycare to begin with, Mm -hmm. but during the pandemic, they were just like leaving in droves. Like they could not keep people employed. And it's interesting because you see um, countries like I know France has subsidized child care. Mm. Basically, it's paid for by the government, so it's free.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they have, like, three-course meals. They mm-hmm. have folks who are, have majored in child development. Like, it's mm-hmm. a career. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, right now, childcare. you know, a lot of them are young girls. And it's kind of like a starter job. Sure. You know, this mm-hmm. at this daycare on base, this is the first time I've talked to an employee who's been there. She's been there for like 15 years. And I was like, oh, what? Wow. I'm, yeah. Right.
1: That's right, crazy. Sure. Yeah. There's a lot. So, over, yeah.
0: Child care in general is just. A shit show. It's just it's just a shit show. And like, I don't know what I'm going to do when this baby comes. Well, I'll I tell mean, you
1: what. I'll tell, I, let me tell what, you, You tell me, I tell, tell you me. what, I mean, the other thing that's so fucking hard about childcare and I talk about this with mom, with my other working moms too, is that like, <clears throat> like the seven to three school day. It like, how do you like as a working mom, you know, yeah. like you're supposed yeah. to be done with your workday at two forty five to pick up your kids. And then what about all the rest of like, The parent teacher conference days and the holidays. And I'm not saying that that shouldn't happen, but it's just really hard, like spring break, summer. It's just really hard for working moms to navigate all of that because you have to pay. I mean, at least in my experience, like I've had to pay my sitters and nannies, you know, X amount to come during the spring break or come during like Friday, we have off for Veterans Day, but I have to work. So, like, I'm paying them, you know, to be with the kids in the morning so I can work on top of like what. Like the regular tuition is, and then spring break and summers. I mean, I am a, I am now a proponent of year-round school, one hundred percent. You know, because then it's like, I'd much rather have them go through the summer and then take you know, three or three weeks off for Christmas, yeah, or you know, like a week off for, you know, some the transition from spring to summer, you know, or something like that instead of like these month long breaks. And then the summer schools or summer programs are only in, you know, two hours a day for four days. And, you know, it's like that or after school programs, like you can't get into for a year and there's so much more money than this, or camps don't start for kids until they're eight or nine. And and so it's like, what do you do when you have, you know, a four and a five-year-old or a five and a seven-year-old or whatever the case may be that are too young for those things. And like, you know, still need you to schlep them around. Like you can only do so many, you know, swim lessons in the summer and so much. It's just like, and then you spend your whole day shuttling them around. So even if you have care lined up, if it's only chunks of like two or three hours, like it's not productive. Like you, as a, you don't have, like, I don't have the luxury of an eight hour, like a straight eight hour workday. I mean, I have like a chunk here, a chunk there, a chunk here, a chunk there. And it's like, then before I know it, it, you know, it's 10 o'clock at night and I still have like two hours of work to do. Yeah. And it's, in the
0: same token, you know, what do moms like? It's nice being your own boss because you can make your schedule flexible and like, thank God we can stay home when we need to and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Cause like, yes. Yeah. It has its own challenges, but what if you right. had a job where like you'd get fired if you didn't show up?
1: Totally. To well, it happens all the fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. Happens all the time. And that's what Daphne works at. Like, like parent moms that are getting fired yeah. for that shit. Or like, you have to take your PTO to take your sick kid yeah. to the fucking doctor or not even you know? paid time off. Just. Yeah. Yeah. But then paid. you right. And then you run out of PTO. So then it's not approved. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, you have so many absent days and you're like, dude, my fucking kid is sick all the time because yeah. what's happening right now with the pediatric healthcare. Yeah. Yeah. RSV hand, foot, mouth flu times a hundred. I mean, ear infection, like we've had everything. yeah. And it's just like, I mean, I, yeah, it's just, it's not set up for moms to succeed. And part of like, from a physical standpoint, we actually did some data uh, collection and research on this because part of what we're trying to do at the down there doc is get my programs into corporate as mm-hmm. part of their maternal health care package, because we are seeing women leave the workforce in droves. And part of that is like quality of life, right? And there are issues that women are dealing with from pelvic floor, from I mean, from pregnancy and birth, from a pelvic floor standpoint that impact their ability to, to tolerate work. Um, you know, just like the things that we always talk about, incontinence, fecal incontinence, urinary leakage, you know, pelvic pain, some moms can't tolerate to sit at their computer after work because Mm -hmm. of their perineal scar or their C-section scar. You know, some people are leaking urine that they can't sit through a two hour meeting because they get the urge and they can't, you know, hold it, or they have pain and it's affecting their sleep or they have urinary issues or tailbone pain or fecal incontinence and that's affecting sleep. So then they're not productive at work the next day, you know? Um, do you, it's just
0: corporations give a fuck um if moms have to leave
1: well i mean i think they give a fuck in the sense that like you're not being productive for the company so we're going to fire you but i yeah. don't think that they give a fuck from from like a proactive standpoint like what we're trying to do yeah. you know yeah. um because if they did then we then th- we wouldn't see so many moms not return to work you know because of this but like if you're looking at overall data for quality of life, you know um, I mean, it's something like 65, 50 to 65% of women report that their quality of life is affected by their continence status. I mean, that's over half. Yeah. Right. And it's just like psychological distress, you know, goes up quality of life goes down that prompts women and the people that are affected by pelvic floor dysfunction to avoid social gatherings, avoid work, avoid travel. I mean, I just had a patient today who's a VP of a company and she used to do a ton of traveling before COVID. Now COVID happened, so she's not traveling as much, but now she's about to travel and she is dealing with some like fecal stuff and some continence issues and rectocele and prolapse. And she's like, Marcy, I'm really afraid to start traveling. She's like, there's no way that I'm going to be able to tolerate traveling because of this like pressure and constipation and issues from her prolapse. 100%. You know, yeah. she's like, I can't even like walk around target with my daughter shopping without having to like get down and get my feet up on the, like to relieve pressure off of her pelvic floor. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, she's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. She's like, do yeah. I take short-term disability? Do I take a long term disability? Do I quit? I mean, she's a VP, she's a C level employee. Yeah. And then we wonder why, like, we have the gender pay gap and the wealth gap. And like we don't see women in these C level positions. And it's like Well, that's well, the
0: thing. It's like all of this is set up to perpetuate to the patriarchy. Like right. and moms it's just either stay home. Mm-hmm. They become teachers Mm -hmm. because then they get summers off Mm -hmm. with the kids. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like we're kind of pigeonholed Mm -hmm. into these careers or not careers without even like really being aware of it. We just kind of like follow the status quo, you know?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And it was, you know, the pandemic showed how little we support women and working moms and moms in general Mm -hmm. because we didn't see that effect on men in the workforce.
1: Mm -mm. In
0: fact, most of the men that lost their jobs in the workforce, it says in this article, got it back. Mm -hmm. And
1: the women didn't. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that drawing, that cartoon of like, I think it was in the, maybe it was in the New York times or, um, what's that New York magazine that I get all the time that I love that has the best cartoons. What is that one? New York, New York magazine. Is it the New York magazine? <laughs> I don't know. I think. Do you so. know what I'm talking about? It's like yeah. the New Yorker, the New Yorker. Oh, the New Yorker. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that, it's that cartoon of where it's like men, it's like a race. They're on like a track yes. and it's like men's, you know, like race to CEO. And it's just like a straight shot. And then it's like women's <laughs> path to being a CEO. And it's like, they're all in their suits, you know, but The women have all these hurdles in front of them. That's like laundry, (laughs) dishes, kids, and and then the men are just like like going right through. Like yeah, hard yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. (sighs) So it's it's just really interesting because the way that we're trying to solve this portion of it at the Downer Dock is is saying and Pump Spotting is doing something similar. Pump Spotting has some like letters that you can print out and give to HR that says like, I, you know, am an employee here, I need this for breastfeeding or this for pumping or that, you know, whatever. But like, we're trying to do something similar with public floor stuff because we want companies to start to value their women employees and offer something to them to help their pregnancy and postpartum journey, not just so they can come back to the workforce, but because they can, they can have a better quality of life. But, and also like So we can kind of stop this cycle of the great resignation due to, you know, and like, and then women ultimately, our hope is that women will start to choose companies to work for that are providing value to Mm -hmm. them and saying like, Like you don't have to choose between being a mom and having a career, like having, you know, being, deciding to start your family shouldn't have to be a career killer. You know, you can decide not to come back. And if that's what you want from personal reasons, that's great. But like, you shouldn't be forced out for all of these reasons and pelvic floor issues and lingering incontinence and are like part of that, you know, and
0: Eve Eve talks about that a lot. Like you didn't choose to. you didn't choose to leave the workforce. You were forced out of the workforce.
1: Right. Right. It's two separate things.
0: Yeah. Because there are plenty of women who want to stay home with their kids. And And that's that's great. Totally fine.
1: Totally fine. But you should have that choice. Yeah.
0: You should have the option. And I wonder too, you know, you don't see, there are more dads than ever Mm -hmm. being stay at home dads, Mm -hmm. but I don't think that that's going to change anytime soon Mm -hmm. where dads will even come close, even to being Mm 50-50 of being the stay-at-home parent. I don't think we're anywhere near that, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: both Mm -hmm. for stigma reasons, right? Like I think it's hard on a lot of men's egos to do that or to say that because just like we have societal pressures, so do men. Right Mm -hmm. to provide and make money and all of those things. So it's also a self perpetuating thing because of the the way that families are constructed. More moms stay home. Mm -hmm. You know, moms are more likely to quit their job Mm -hmm. than dads. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I would love to see some stats on that. I don't know if they exist, but.
1: Well, also, I mean, if you're just, I would love to actually talked to Stacey Miller, the financial woman that we had on either in our first or second um, season about like, she talks a lot about the gender wealth gap, right. And gender pay gap and how there's two different things. And I would assume that part of the decision for moms to leave the workforce is that the majority of the time, because they're women, they're making less. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, you know, so of course, like the person that's making less. Yep. It's like, but then that just keeps perpetuating Mm -hmm. it, you know? That's
0: what I mean. We're like cogs in the wheel. Yeah. Like without voluntarily being it. We're just sort of like pigeonholed into these decisions that Mm -hmm. perpetuate
1: Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. what's been happening.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Let me find. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I've seen 1.4 million stay at home dads. I wonder how many stay at home moms there are.
1: Mm, I don't know, but I can give you some stats on some public floor stuff.
0: The whole point of this was the effect of the pandemic.
1: Yeah. Where we are now, two years later.
0: Where we are now, two years later. And I mean, we'd love to hear from you guys, obviously, like in any of these scenarios. You know, like I said, like I don't, I don't fit this mold. I actually got employment in the pandemic, but I know that that's very unique. If you had to quit your job, if you quit your job and stayed home, and it ended up being the best thing ever,
1: mm-hmm.
0: if you quit your job and you thought you were gonna love staying at home and you don't, that's totally okay. By the way, mm-hmm. and happens all of the time. All of the time, yeah. Because that's, I mean, that's a whole nother episode of like we mm-hmm. aren't supposed to mother alone in our homes mm-hmm. all day. Yeah. Right. Like it's gonna be really hard to be happy if you're alone with your toddlers in your house mm-hmm. all day. That's just or even not.
1: like older children i mean my mom retired from the air force when we were in middle school yeah and i think she was home with us for like two months and then she was like fuck this and then she went back to work full-time as a contractor you know i mean like it doesn't have to be toddlers but like you just might not be built to do that yeah which is great and maybe you like working (laughs) weird
0: i i really thought i was gonna no that's not true I felt like I would probably like staying at home with Mm. Ellie more than I did. And then I was like, Oh no, Mm. I need to go to work. I need to go to work.
1: I mean, I remember thinking at one point when Jonathan was little, when I was home, I was just, somebody was like, how are you? Like, how are you doing? Like my mother-in-law called me or something. And I was like, Just fucking same shit, different day. I mean, I just, I really felt that in my soul. You know, I was like, well, it's 9 30. I put him down for a nap in 20 minutes and then, you know, maybe I'll make something to eat. Maybe I won't. And then he'll wake up and then, you know, I'll just stare at him for a while. Like it just was like, yep. Well,
0: and that was especially hard in the pandemic because, you know, like my sister was a stay at home mom for a number of years, but she, Lived in the town where we grew up, so she mm-hmm. had tons of mom friends with kids, mm-hmm. and that yeah. was great. I mean, park yeah. dates, they would go to the zoo. Totally, and then same. In the pandemic, you were isolated. Dude, so, like, I don't
1: know how y'all. I mean, my mental health would have gone through the shithole crapper.
0: I mean, what happened with yours? Didn't work... they were home with you all day, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, they weren't baby babies, but yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, and you know, we can go back and forth about, you know, I don't think one is harder than the other. It's just different, but, but I mean, I didn't have acute postpartum mental health, you know, things that I was dealing with at that time, but I mean, I wasn't on Zoloft yet when they were home with me. And (laughs) it was funny when my mom was here, we were purging like closets and shit. And I'm looking through all this drawer that I was cleaning out in, in Will's room. And it had this like. Paper that I had attempted to like teach them how to start writing, mm. because it was a summer before kindergarten. Took Garden. it upon yourself, <laughs> yeah, because it was like the week of the pandemic. I was like, okay, I could do this. I could teach them how to write. And I remember, like, I put a schedule up on the refrigerator, and I like tried to do it like they had at preschool because it was yeah. they were both in preschool. That lasted one day, and I was yeah. like, fuck <laughs> this shit. I was like, I am not <laughs> fucking doing that. No way. It was like, I mean, Brent was working in the bedroom in our Airbnb and I have them like we have no fucking toys. We have nothing because we had just moved. Oh, God. I just I, I was like, I, I'm not fucking doing it. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, you know what? We can watch um, Storybots and listen yeah. to Snoop and like it was I'm not survival mode for like a year Oh, longer.
0: I just remember like shuttling Ellie back and forth, Sean and I, between like meetings and like her naps and at the house, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. And we, I would, you know, I'd work with moms or I'd have discovery calls with moms of school aged kids and they were working moms.
1: Oh my God.
0: And they were losing it. Yeah. Losing it. Oh my God. Oh my God. And like you said, the postpartum. Yeah.
1: Period in the pandemic. Right. And you, yeah. And that's like, you need that support from other moms physically. I mean, that's, I've said a million times that the only way that I survived postpartum was like my in-person mom's groups, you know, and like not being able to have that. Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, I just like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It gives me anxiety. So anyway, well, um, so
0: we'd like to hear talk about it and we want to hear from you. Mm -hmm. Please send us an email, DM us Mm -hmm. the -hmm. great resignation. Um, how it's affected maybe your like maybe if you weren't a mom yet and you had to you know if you became a mom and it didn't go as you planned with like your career or you had to put it on hold or change it, whatever. Um we'd love to hear from you guys.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Great resignation.
0: And we'll link this article below so that you guys can read about it too. Yep. And follow people like Eve Rodsky and mm-hmm. Daphne, mama the mom attorney, who are fighting the good fight for women's mm-hmm. and mothers'
1: rights. Um just trying to make it. And totem women. That's she's another one. Yeah. Totem women. So Chamber uh, of Mothers,
0: by the way. Um yeah, Chamber of Mothers. Is another good one. I think Daphne is part
1: of a part chamber, of that mother. she's yep. one, yeah and she's and one Aaron centers. who does totem started that i believe so yeah oh, okay. definitely check that out yeah they're um, a good crew to be a part of for show alright you all right y'all we will see you on the other side like okay. us Adios. subscribe download all the things peace sayonara